0: The Yak Legion Podcast and the Buckeye Kayak Fishing Podcast are sponsored by the Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail. You can reach them at BuckeyeKayakFishingTrail.com. Strictly Sail in Blue Ash, Ohio. Reach out to Brian for all your Hobie needs at 513-984-1907. And American Tackle Company. You can find them at americantackle.us. Howdy y'all. Y'all are listening to the Yak Legion podcast and tonight it's me and Christian Highfield and we are talking with Don Morse of Autism Anglers. It's a uh, organization to spread the awareness for autism in the angling community. How's it going tonight Don? I'm doing great. How are you? All pretty good. You know just worked at Columbus Fishing Expo this weekend for the Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail booth and had a lot of fun doing that. Talked to a lot of people Got to see a lot of fishing gear and Mm -hmm. get me excited for spring. I can hear them peeper toads in the air, man. I can't wait for (laughs) spring to get here for us to wet a line. Yep. Awesome. 100%, man. So uh, getting into it now, what all does your organization do, uh, do? Now, I saw you guys online. That's how I found you over Facebook. And I saw you as Autism Anglers. I know you guys are spreading awareness for autism, and with family members that have autism, and my family is really hit close to home.
1: So, uh, what does your organization do? So, our we've only been around for well less than two years now, and our main goal was to help spread awareness to you know people people that fish. That's who I know. I've been in the fishing industry since I was 16 years old, so uh, it's been a long time. So. Uh, I know anglers, and uh, it was a way for me to help spread the awareness on what I'm learning uh, with my own son, who's now seven, uh, with that when he was four. So um, as I'm learning, you know, the people that I know um, are anglers, and so that's who I reach out to to help spread the awareness. Um, it's blossomed from there. You know, right away when, um, when we started the organization, I had supporters asking if I could re-donate Tackle. So I have boxes of tackle show up every week, and we redistribute that to anglers on the spectrum. So, uh, so far to date in about a year and a half, we've sent out over 800 pounds of tackle free of charge to applicants. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's amazing, man. Wow, what kind of tackle are you guys sending out? Everything. I try to keep it, uh, I try to keep it specific to different regions, um, but we get, we get saltwater tackle. We get some ice tackle. Huh. Uh, a lot of bass tackle, of course, uh, I get some salt, you know, some striper stuff. I mean, I had some big like eels and things, so it depends on where, where the applicant is. I try to try as hard as I can to send them the stuff that they'll use in their area. So. Oh, a hundred percent, man. So how do you get in contact with these kids, uh, with
0: these people with autism?
1: Well, on our website, uh, autismanglers.org, uh, we have a, uh, we have a link on there they called Awesome Anglers. And it's just a, a simple application that a parent or caretaker or a loved one can fill out and uh, we'll send them out some tackle. We're a little behind right now because funds were a little low. Uh, but we had a uh, we had a huge benefit tournament, kayak tournament this last weekend, and uh, we're back on track and sending out boxes again. Now yeah, is there
2: so any... a go ahead, yeah. Chris. I was about to say, is there any way so you said uh you guys were a little bit uh, low on funds right now. Is there any way that any of the listeners can uh, help
1: out with any funds at all or help fund you guys at all for sure. Yeah. We're a 501 C three nonprofit. Um, we keep everything, uh, you know, we keep that up and going, um, on our website, there's a donation tab at the bottom for cash donations. Um, that really helps. Um, we have a lot of people that send us tackle to redistribute, uh, and that's great, but it's hard to send it without having, you know, money for postage and boxes and things like that. So, Yeah. Um, Really good way to do it. Um, this last weekend, we had a kayak tournament here in Florida. Uh, we raised over $1,000 with that, so that's oh, going to wow. go a long ways. Um, this coming Saturday, actually, if anybody is in Michigan, uh, there is actually a big ice fishing tournament um, in Michigan. All the information is on our Facebook page, if you go on the Autism Language page.
3: You'll find all the
1: awesome. information on that. I think right now, we've got three or 400 people pre-registered for the tournament. So. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's amazing,
0: man. So what kind of tournament was your kayak tournament down in Florida?
1: Yeah, so it was a bass tournament actually. Okay. Uh, one of our supporters surprised me and uh, said, "Hey, we're putting on this tournament for you. Show up." So <laughs> we uh, we showed up. We had that uh, we had 25 boats that showed up from all over. We had uh, we had a guy drive down from Wisconsin, we had a family here from North Carolina, we had a team come down from Connecticut. Um, so it really drew from not just Florida, but from all around, so it was it was really good. Uh, it started off cold and windy and wavy that morning, um, but by the end of the day, pretty much everybody had caught fish. What was the biggest fish caught? There's a lot of big ones down there in Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah, We had uh, so it was a photo catch release, and I think the biggest one was just over 21 inches. Nice. Uh, That's oh, a wow. big bass. Do you guys have yeah. 30X? I'm sorry? Did you use Turney X or iAngler? Angler? Uh, no, no, it was just uh, it was just photo, uh, just photos on uh, cell phone or camera or whatever. Um, okay. And everybody brought them in. I know the winner had almost 80 inches of fish with his five fish. So. Oh wow! Wow,
0: that's amazing. So you guys do kayak tournaments, you do ice fishing tournaments. Uh, what
1: other tournaments do you have planned for this year? Do you have any um, anything for the bass boat guys? Yeah, so actually, those two tournaments were put on by supporters. Um, you know, they had gotten a hold of me and said, "Hey, we want to do this tournament." So it wasn't anything that I really had my hands into. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we are planning to do a, a bass boat tournament uh, here in Florida, probably on the Harris Chain, uh, come fall. Okay. Uh, well,
0: that's amazing, man. I really love what you're doing. Uh, does anybody else in your is there is there anyone else in your organization that helps?
1: So yeah, right now, or like I said, it's it's 100% uh, volunteer. It's uh, my wife and I, and then uh, a friend of mine, uh, Matt, he uh, helps out when he can. Um, but uh, I think like I'm leaning on him to do that uh, Bass Tournament come fall. So it's, uh, it's just the three of us, um, you know, most of it I do in my spare time. My wife does, you know, quite a bit as far as helping out. Um, but any of the social media stuff you see right now is me. <laughs> um, and we are looking for volunteers to help with social media um and sponsorships things like that so
0: well that's terrific man so they can contact you on your website if anyone was
1: interested in maybe donating their time to helping you out yeah that'd be great yeah we're uh, not only on our website autismmanagers.org but we're also on all social media platforms uh facebook is the biggest one of course but we're also on twitter um uh, we're on instagram we, got, we just recently started a youtube page so we're trying to get in on all of it
0: yeah wow that's amazing man um
1: so what do you do for a living (laughs) so my full-time job i work for american tackle company Um, oh yeah (laughs) so i'm in sales and tech support um i've been a custom rod builder since the early 90s um i still do a lot of rod building and also uh designing rods for companies um so um all the little parts that people use to put rods together um most companies get at least something from us, so I'm uh, on the phone all over the world with people and rod builders. Well, we had Austin Todd on the last episode, and man, he's a great guy. Uh, awesome to talk to. Very nice feller. Yeah, Austin's a Austin's a great guy. Uh, he came on board a couple of years ago, and I uh, actually taught him how to build fishing rods when we first started. <laughs> so, uh, what a, he's an absolutely great guy. Him and I go fishing as much as possible. Wow. Awesome. What kind of fishing do you do down there? I am mostly into saltwater, inshore saltwater, a little bit of offshore. Um, I don't get on freshwater often. If I do, I'm down south to uh, chase peacocks. Oh, man, them peacock bass. I've heard so many
0: awesome stories, watched so many videos about them. I've been wanting to make the trip down to Florida maybe sometime in the next few years and and really go after them suckers. And uh, I wanted to go on a, a tarpon. I want to go on, like, a tarpon trip, man. Go try to fight one of them big freaking 12, 14-foot tarpons. That would be amazing. Yeah,
1: they uh, they get pretty big. But, uh, yeah, come April, May, it's a good time to chase those. Uh Uh-huh. That's amazing, man. So another thing I usually ask my guests
0: on the Yak Legion is to share a story. And I always enjoy hearing people's fishing stories. We've had a lot of crazy ones on here. But maybe do you do you have a few stories from your work with kids with autism and fishing that maybe you would like to share?
1: So, yeah, one of the big things, uh, we're trying to get into, um, more hands-on fishing, you know, with some kids or, you know, anybody with autism, um, haven't done a lot of that yet. Most of it is, you know, sending out the packages and and helping with safety ideas. Um, but I can say that, uh, you know, my, I've been into fishing since I could walk. I mean, probably before I could walk, um, and that's what I've, it's what I've always known. Um, my son's seven now, uh, he's autistic. Um, he's never showed any interest in fishing. And, uh, finally, just a few weeks ago, we were at a friend's house and he wanted to fish in their pond. So, uh, we rigged up, uh, a little Mickey Mouse pole and, and uh, he caught his very first fish, a, uh, a big tilapia. And he nice. got a couple of them. And in fact, um, that's one fish I still have never caught. I've caught over 50 species and I've never caught a tilapia. So he's one up on me.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's got me thinking. You know, we did a few episodes a while back about youth and fishing, and how to get kids involved in fishing. Uh but man, getting a kid with autism involved in fishing could be a lot more challenging. I know personally from my family experience it's kind of hard to get kids with autism involved. Um mm-hmm. they tend to be antisocial, you know, they tend to be afraid of strangers and um do you have maybe a tip for any parents out there that has a kid with autism how to maybe point them in the right direction and maybe get their kids outside to enjoy the
1: outdoors a little bit more yeah and that's a big thing you know you say uh, you know a lot of antisocial everybody is completely different like my son is too social oh um, wow <laughs> you know so there's it's a spectrum now um you know they've taken everything and lumped it into one so there's uh there's so many they say when you met somebody with autism we met one person with autism because it's so different um but yeah absolutely amazing in fact we had um we had old zach attack zach w fishing he was down for the tournament and uh, mm-hmm. you know he was very outgoing very social and uh, was out there in the kayak paddling all day long so uh, yeah. the biggest thing i can say is uh you know get them on the water if you don't fish yourself but you it's good therapy find somebody that fishes but definitely practice safety you know, get rid of the barbs. Make sure they have a life vest on at all times. Um, make sure you have somebody with them that is not fishing. They somebody that can focus on helping them as much as possible. Um, but it does rewire the brain. Um, I mean, it's just like working with veterans with PTSD, which I do a lot. Of. Um, it just rewires their brain for that short period of time. And uh, it's amazing. But, yeah, complete focus on the, on the child or a person with autism. You know, safety, barbless hooks, uh, life tests, I can't stress that enough. Um, and just, you know, focus on them and uh, have a good time. Awesome. Wow, amazing. Yeah,
0: man, anybody that's interested in, um, you know, helping out Don with the Autism Anglers, uh, check their website out. What's your website again? Autismanglers.org. And then also uh, on all the social media platforms. Man, I really appreciate what you're doing. Thank you. Oh, that's, yeah, it's, it's an a, awesome thing that you're doing. Definitely a passion, so. Oh, 100%,
1: man. Uh, so, what, do you kayak fish yourself? You know, I don't right now, but um, these guys this last weekend have got me really hard looking at them, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, it's a lot of fun, man. It can be very addicting. I know yeah. you have limited time right now with your, your organization and your work schedule, but, man, you... You might go full throttle into kayak fishing. <laughs> you might be calling off to work.
1: <laughs> I can see that happening for sure. So,
0: Well, that's awesome, man. Um, well, you have any more details you want to um, get into? Uh,
1: yeah, like I said, visit the website um, and any of the social media stuff. Uh, if you uh, ask anything on social media, uh, I'm going to be the one that answers you. So. Uh, and we do have... We've got a small uh, store too, where we have hats, shirts, things for sale. Uh, we need to restock on a lot of it. We've been running out, but uh, so yeah, on our website we do have a little store, and that helps support us as well. So.
0: Oh wow, man! So are a lot of the participants in the tournament are they people with autism? Or are they just um, like people without autism?
1: <laughs> <laughs> without, um, but a lot of I heard a lot of stories about uh, family members. Uh, being autistic and so uh, but you know anglers are amazing, like i said i've been I've been in the business since I was uh, sixteen years old, and um I mean anglers are always willing to give back, so if you hear of a benefit tournament, I mean you know the anglers would jumping on board more than for anything else,
0: oh, hundred percent, just like Jackson Oars, I don't know if you follow him, but he did a charity tournament um over the fall and had a tremendous following and um that's awesome man you you need to maybe get into contact with some of these big time fishers, man, see if they won't help you promote your your tournaments, and us here at Yak Legion will definitely promote what you guys do in the future
1: that's for sure yeah appreciate it. yeah, I know a lot of the big uh, big anglers um and I've been we will happily send out our logo to anybody that wants it on your jersey uh doesn't matter if you're uh, just a local angler or you know if you're um you know Fastmasters, masters wherever uh if you if you'd like to have our logo on your jersey or in your wrap just gotta contact me i've got all the files and we would love to have you wear it
0: man 100 percent. i'm actually looking into making a new jersey here in the next few weeks <laughs> and i know christian is right now man so yeah we would i would definitely like to have your patch on my jersey man and i awesome. would wear it proud
1: awesome yeah I'll, I'll give you the i'll get you
0: the file well, I appreciate that, man. That's definitely be something uh, I'll definitely need. <coughs> well, mm-hmm. Don, I appreciate you coming on tonight, man. Um, appreciate you talking with us. We had a nice conversation. And uh, maybe Is there anything maybe you might share to educate people on what autism really is? Because a lot of people are confused. And like you said earlier, autism is so different with each child. Like my personal experience with kids with autism, they... You know, my family members tend to be antisocial. Your child tends to be overly social. So maybe what's some misconceptions about autism, and uh, maybe some facts about it.
1: Yeah, so I mean, autism really is. A, I mean, it's a really complex disorder. Um, it, it's a brain development disorder, is what we know right now. Um, and I, you see a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of autism awareness. is the puzzle piece, and it's because really, it's understood. It's a, it's a puzzle. We really don't know. Um, exactly what causes it. Um, But usually, you know, uh, usually it's uh, problems with social interaction. Uh, It could be verbal, nonverbal communication. A lot of kids, you know, are are completely nonverbal. Um, Some of them, like mine, are (laughs) oververbal. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of repetitive behaviors, things like that. But, uh, you know, it's, like I said, when you meet one person with autism, you meet one person with autism. It's just, it's so crazy. I mean, the meltdowns over, things that we think are petty um you know it, it can happen um you know it's, it's extreme focus uh you know they focus on a certain uh, certain object or subject um you know uh it's just you know i was one of those guys that you know i seen a kid you know having what i quote unquote fit in the store i'm like geez, get your kid under control well a lot of times it's probably uh, an autistic meltdown and now you know seeing that i tell you what my son has uh taught me more patience than I could ever imagine. So just be wow. uh, the biggest thing I can say is, uh, you know, be patient when you see those, those kids having a hard time or the parents, you know, struggling to keep their kids quiet or keep them under control. Be understanding because it's a good possibility that they're struggling with autism. Wow, man, very knowledgeable information, man. I appreciate you coming
0: on, Don. <clears throat> Thank you guys. <clears throat> Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, Like we said earlier, if you want to help out with Autism Anglers, uh, check them out on social media at autismanglers.org. And uh, definitely contribute something. Uh, I know I will. And uh, we appreciate you coming on. We appreciate everything you do. And thank you for listening, everybody. I'm going to have some more to come on this episode, so stay tuned.
3: And now a word about all the awesome companies who support the Yak Legion and Buckeye Kayak Fishing Podcast. Venom Lures in Lancaster, Ohio, is known for their great soft plastics and terminal tackle. They have been providing quality products from right here in Ohio since 1984. Mr. Dustin Carnes is the new owner of Venom Lures and inventor of the DK Rig. The DK Rig is a wheelless version of the Ned Rig that's taking the fishing world by storm. Check them out at VenomLures.com. Strictly Sail and Kayak is located on Kenwood Road in Blue Ash, Ohio. They sell Hobie, New Canoe, Feel Free, Three Waters, and Johnny Boat Kayaks. They have been providing high-quality service to fishermen and watercraft enthusiasts since 1978. Reach out to Brian Tacey at 513-984-1907 or check them out at strictlysailinc.com. American Tackle, the inventors of the Microwave Line Guide system, sells a variety of terminal tackle and fishing lures, along with custom rods and accessories. You can find them at americantackle.us. Are you tired of your fish finder powering down halfway through game day? Or sick of replacing batteries year after year? No need to fear because Dakota Lithium is here. Dakota Lithium makes the best outdoor batteries hands down with many options and accessories to power your electronics while on the kayak or in the bass boat. Check them out on Facebook and at dakotalithium.com. The Arachnet Security System. Keep your valuables safe under the net as the giant black widow spider guards your gear. The Arachnet Security System is great for kayaks, tents, campers, and all that gear packed in the back of your truck. The the Arachnet security system can be found at arachnet.net. Need a logo or decal for your business or YouTube channel? Custom gear with your brand's image? Check out Real Fishing Company at realfishingco.com. Steven Davidson does great work and even made the logo for Yak Legion. The Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail the largest kayak fishing trail in ohio and holds fishing events all over the buckeye state check out the website at buckeye kayak fishing trail.com for event information and details come on out and fish with us check out the buckeye kayak fishing podcast on anchor.fm and all major podcast apps it's the official buckeye kayak fishing trail podcast we talk with tournament trail winners and get the juicy details on how they won Thanks, everyone, for listening to the podcast and your support. You can follow Yak Legion on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at the Yak Legion Podcast. You can email us with any questions at the Yak Legion Podcast at gmail.com. We have Yak Legion decals for sale on our Facebook page. Every decal sold goes a long way to support the podcast. And don't forget to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If so, we'll give you a shout-out on the podcast with thanks. you. To say thanks for your support and keep listening.
0: All right, everybody, thanks for listening to the Angler Autism episode with Don Morse. Uh, This episode really strikes close to home. I have family members with autism, and you know, doing anything to get these kids out on the water and get these, you know, get them some uh, fishing equipment, taking them out there on the lake, and. catching a fish man ain't nothing better and yeah it's a little bit more challenging with kids with autism but um, you know you can get it done and there's organizations like Angler Autism to help you guys out so anybody has family members with autism or has a child with autism definitely check them out if you guys just want to help donate some gear you can check them out on Angler Autism uh, on Facebook talk to Don Morse there from American Tackle they will be sure to help you guys out. So I know you guys are probably hear in the background. I got the peeper toads rolling, and everybody knows that that's the first sign of spring here in Ohio. Here in many places in the northern part of America, you start hearing the peeper toads singing at night, and you know spring is finally here. You know, won't be for, won't be long before we're slinging bass up in the kayak, and we're out there enjoying enjoying time on the water with your family and friends so uh enjoy the sounds here as we as we dream on spring and me and christian here i got christian highfield we're gonna go into our trip to the columbus fishing expo so we're gonna kind of go over some of the things we saw there some of our experiences uh some things that, that caught our attention that we really like to see and You know, we've both been going to the Columbus Fishing Expo for a few years now, and it's changed a lot over the years. So uh, let's go ahead and get into it here. How's it going tonight, Christian?
2: Oh, pretty good. How
0: are you doing, Zach? Oh, pretty good, man. Just enjoying my weekend. I've been going through my tackle and trying to get everything ready. I know I talked a lot about doing some big tournaments coming up. Uh, Logan Martin was on my mind for a while. I've done a lot of thinking, and uh, that's on a Thursday, and I would have to take like a whole week off of work to go fish that, so I'm kind of thinking I might hold on to my PTO this early in the year. I hate to use five days in March, and I basically have the rest of the year where I only have a few weeks left of vacation, so I think I'm going to save them up, and I'm going to do some other stuff, but I definitely have my eyes set on the Hobie Bass Open on Norman Lake in North Carolina, and... uh. I'm going to try my best to go down there and fish that. I'm trying to move some money around and trying to get everything set. Uh, so what you been doing this weekend, man?
2: Oh, just been uh, setting up some gear. Got a few uh, gift cards to different sporting goods stores around the area for my birthday a few weeks ago. So I went and uh, stocked up on some tackles, started organizing, getting some rodder, rods and reels ready for uh my trip here in march so that's basically what i've been up to all weekend yeah and you're going to chickamauga right yes i'll be down at chickamauga first week of march man that has gotta be nice
0: getting down there in the south when they're freezing up here in ohio you get down (laughs) there and enjoy some fishing down there in the southern waters man Uh, yeah i I wish the best luck to you i wish i was coming with you (laughs) thank you We'll have to do a fishing trip, a couple of fishing trips this year, man. We go out of town and definitely, definitely do some fishing stuff, man. So, so what did you think of the 2020 Columbus Fishing Expo <laughs> this year?
2: You know, I thought this year, um, personally, I liked it better than last year. Um, last year it was good, but I feel like this year they had more involvement with the people um, that attended the show than they did last year. There were a lot more seminars going on. There were a lot more things for different types of anglers. They had musky, um, musky, crappie, trout, fly fisher, or like fly fishermen, conventional fishermen, boat fishermen, walleye fishermen, kayak fishermen. They had a little bit of stuff for everything, and that's what I liked the uh, best about this year is that there was a really wide variety of stuff there this year. So I think it just appealed to a more uh, or a bigger amount of anglers there. You know, I noticed that. Over the years, and this
0: year, it seems like this year, especially, that they kind of cut back on the fly fishing stuff. I saw yes. less less fly fishing stuff, but I saw more musky <laughs> fishing stuff. And, uh, of course, there's tons of bass uh, sellers and vendors. There's tons of stuff for crappie. There's tons of stuff for catfish. But, man, I saw a ton of musky guys out there this year. But I didn't see a whole lot of fly fly fishing stuff, which... You know, in the past, they've had a um, little area set up where you can test out new fly rods, and you'd see uh-huh. the guys, they'd be chucking, you know, swinging the fly rods around. You didn't see that this year.
2: Yeah, so,
0: yeah, I saw they were
2: supposed to have a, I thought they had the fly, or was that last year that they had the fly fishing uh, competition or the fly competition?
0: I think that uh, was last year or the year before. I know they did a lot more of fly fishing, but yeah. I also know that there was also a big uh, fly fishing uh, expo down here in Cincinnati. Oh, okay. So maybe more people, more of the fly people went to that than they did the Columbus Fishing Expo.
2: Yeah, I think I only saw either one or two vendors at the Columbus for fly fishing. So, um, but, but like the kayak
0: gear, I've seen more kayak gear up there than I think I've ever seen.
2: That's what I was going to say is there were the two booths right next to each other. They were strictly sail. And uh, what was the other one that was right there next to them? Ra-
0: Raccoon Creek Outfitters. That right was, by the okay. boys.
2: Yep, Raccoon Creek. They were right next to them. So, I mean, there was a huge kayak uh, scene right there in the one side of the expo, which I actually love to see. And you, I actually noticed that there were a ton of people every time he walked into that part of the uh, expo. So it's great to see so many people over there and uh, really paying attention to the kayak. Um, scene too at the expo.
0: Yeah, that was the biggest crowds I saw was over there by the kayak booths.
2: Yeah, and
0: um, of course you had the Hoy family set up there with Raccoon Creek, and then they invited Dustin Carnes and the Venom Lures family, so they had them set up over there. And then uh, right across the way was the Tacies at the Strictly Sail booth, and they had all the the new uh, PA um, three hundred and sixty drives out, the new Hobie Pro anglers, and they had all the, you know, basically just a setup of most of the model kayaks that they sell there. And yeah, it was nice, man. They, they all had awesome stuff, both both vendors. I mean, I'm a little partial to Strictly Sale because <laughs> you know, I'm friends with the Tays and you know, the Strictly Sales helped me out a lot over the past year or so. And
2: yeah, by uh, definite
3: too.
0: Creek, um, I definitely do. Raccoon Creek, I do love their outfitters and I love their campground. And I know uh, the Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail, which we also had a booth at the Columbus Fix- Fishing Expo. Uh-huh. Um, they do an awesome tournament out there at Raccoon Creek every year. I think they started last year, and they've even increased it to a two-day event this year. So that, that'll that be a blast to fish. And You know, the Hoy families, they always feed us. They're always real good to us kayak fishermen. So yep, something I'm looking forward to. But um, yeah, man, there was a lot going on. I saw a Yak Gadget there. Um, I talked oh, yeah. to I talked to them, uh, John Thomas, which is the co-founder, and he was over there. Okay. They, you know, they had a lot of contraptions to um, and basically gear to install. Um, Rod, not rod holders, but um, power pole holders. Um, they had a, a gear set up to to, uh, to mount a fish, not a fish finder, but a, um, a trolling motor to your kayak. So that's oh, kind of know. what they do. They sell a variety of stuff. And they were set up yeah. right next to the Raccoon Creek Outfitters. Um,
2: yep, I do remember seeing them over there.
0: Yeah, I talked to him. He seemed like off a nice guy. And I was kind of interested in their products. They don't have a whole lot for Hobie out right now, but they're working on it. So they're working on a whole line of products for Hobie Kayaks. So I'm kind of excited to see what you know, what their what what their company will be about in the next few years, man. They might make it big. I was pretty impressed with their stuff.
2: Yeah, there was. A, I actually saw a lot of or quite a bit of stuff there um, this year that I was pretty impressed with. From lures to accessories for kayaks and boats to, uh, um, apparel companies too. So yeah, I agree. There was, I was pretty impressed with their stuff. I remember seeing their uh, stand right there next to Raccoon Creek outfitters that I uh, checked out when I was over that way. Uh they had another place. Um, man, I can't think. I think it was Tackle Warehouse
0: and, uh, they had fat cat Newton was standing right there and I got my picture with him. He's a funny guy, uh, <laughs> yeah. A lot of anglers know him from YouTube. He does a lot of funny YouTube videos. He did that song uh, "Honey Hole," which yeah, is an Old Town <laughs> Road uh, parody song, and uh, that 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 song's hilarious, dude. Definitely a fun guy to talk to and meet. Yeah, uh, he, yeah, he yeah. was right there, man. There was quite a few celebrities up there this year.
2: Yes, sir. yeah, there was. There was a lot this year. Who did you meet up there? um i met up with uh i went to brian latimer's booth and then i saw scott martin it was a uh, kind of funny as we were just walking through the expo walked around one corner was about to go to another aisle and then i see someone holding a camera right there i'm like wait a second he looks familiar then i see the smc hat and i'm like wait I'm like that's scott martin and i mean you could tell he was trying to act like low profile right then i see him he was recording something right as soon as he was about to walk away i'm like hey scott and he turns around, and he was, like, being kind of quiet. He's like, hey, what's up, man? And so I talked to him for a minute, but he said uh, – at that point he said that nobody knew he was there yet, that he didn't want to have a huge crowd come up to him. Well, he was just trying to enjoy the expo for a few first. So I got a picture with him real quick, then went on my way, and I stood and talked to uh, Brian Latimer for a long time, though, when I was over there. So he was a really good guy to talk to.
0: Wow, man. I, I didn't see him out there. I think I seen him walking around. I didn't actually stop and talk to him. He seemed like he was kind of busy. <coughs> yeah, man. It was, there's always a lot of friendly faces at the expo. Who yep. all went with you? I know I met you out there later
2: in the morning <coughs> right before you left, but um, I think you had your girlfriend with you and your buddy. Yep. I had my girlfriend Cassidy with me, and then I had my buddy Skyler, who actually also is in the kayak fishing industry right now is he fishes out of a uh, old town predator PDL and that I've fished with him for a few years now. And he's going to be doing some tournaments with me, bass fishing on my boat. And then he's also going to be joining some of the, uh, Buckeye kayak fishing trail tournaments with me whenever I'm heading to those. So, yep. Those are the two that I had with me when I was out there. Yeah, that's,
0: that's good. He's wanting to do the Buckeye trail, man. Uh, that's a lot of fun. We had a booth set up there, and I worked it most of the weekend. You know, we yeah. had a, quite a few guys from the trail there working the booths. So <clears throat> I wasn't, you know, stuck at the booth the whole time. But, you know, yeah. I helped a lot of people, answered a lot of questions about the trail. People would come up, and they'd have questions. You know, they've never heard a X. They've never measured a fish. You know, yeah. they didn't quite understand how how our tournaments worked. Most people are, you know, when they think of a, a bass tournament, they think of a big live well full of bass coming back to the boat ramp and think of the, 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 the catch bags and, you know, putting them up on the scale and weighing them in front of everybody. You know, kayak uh-huh. tournaments are a little different where we catch photo release. And um, a lot of people had questions about <laughs> that. And of course, our whole trail this year, we've got a lot going on. We have our online events or in-person events. We have a multi species uh online uh series this year where you can fish for catfish and um bluegills, crappie, saw guy, uh all kinds of stuff. I think actually our first tournament of the year is the multi species uh crappie tournament. Yep, that, out at Lake Erie.
2: Or not Lake yeah. Erie, Indian Lake.
0: Yeah, up at Lake india Indian Lake. Yeah. I think that's on April eleventh. Uh,
2: uh, yeah, I believe uh, yeah, I think you're right on that. April eleventh. And
0: we got the big bracket brawl, which two anglers go in, only one goes out, and that's sort of like um a sort of like a basketball bracket type tournament where you have one on one competitors going up against each other in a bracket, basically every round or every month uh, anglers will be eliminated, and people will move up in the bracket to finally somebody wins and the big prize this year is timber lodgings um our our committee member, Ryan, he owns uh, a couple cabins, mm-hmm. and I think they are out there at Hawking Hills, and so he's okay. giving away a weekend stay for up to six guests to go up there and stay in the cabin. That's basically your big prize winning for the, the bracket brawl. Um, There's going to be some cash prizes, too. <laughs> But um, that would be cool, man, because that's right there in Hocking Hills. and He said there's a pond on, uh, or a lake on the property and all kinds of places to fish. So that would be fun to to win that. Maybe take your wife for a romantic weekend or your girlfriend or just take okay. a bunch of your buddies and go up okay. there with a, with a fifth of Jack Daniels and some beer and just drink the weekend away, man. Go fishing, have fun, just have a guy's weekend out, man. That sounds fun, too.
2: Yep, I uh, I know I stopped and I was talking to you and uh, Ryan a little bit. I got you guys for a little ad on my YouTube. But I know when I was talking to Ryan, he was explaining the whole um, bracket brawl thing. That, that seemed like it would be really fun to do, and it's a really neat idea. I definitely like that they incorporated something like that into the tournament season, or into the tournaments this year. Because it's definitely a neat idea, and I think it's going to get – it may be something that'll get a few more people into kayak fishing too, thinking about that specific idea.
0: Oh, a hundred percent, man. We got something for everybody. If you, you know, you like me, I like to fish for bass, man. But I like to do a little fishing for everything, you know. I yeah. like to fish for catfish and crappie and all that stuff, man. So I, I really appreciate that that they have. Options this year. So it's not all about the bass, about that bass, about that bass. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, there's all kinds of opportunities for cat fishermen and crappie fishermen, saw guy guys to come in and have fun this year. Yep. That's something that's, that I'm really looking forward to. So, uh, man, what about some of your highlights? I know you did a video for uh, OPH Outdoors on YouTube, and you did a real good job on that, man. You kind of walked around and kind of showed some things and showed some highlights. You talked to us at the Buckeye booth for a little while in your video. Definitely everybody listening, go over to YouTube and check out uh, Christian Highfield's channel, OPH Outdoors. Uh, He's got several videos on there. I know, the Buckeye Trail, we released uh, some videos about the Columbus Fishing Expo, too, but I think we're still editing and working on a few, so uh, I'll get those out and release those out uh, as soon as possible. (laughs) But, uh, man, what's some highlights to your trip, man? What really stood out to you?
2: You know, um, one thing I liked is, I know there was a few things I've seen that I really love seeing, because, I mean... um, well, starting off, you see all these things about big corporations like Cabela's Bass Pro Shop, Field and Stream, Dick's, Gander Mountain or Gander Outdoors, places like that, about people going there and, like, always getting all their stuff. But, I mean, I loved seeing some of these smaller, like, uh, local tackle shops there um, or even local tackle companies, like, up and coming from other anglers. Like, I know the one I was talking about, one of my buddies who uh, fishes for Ohio State bass team – um, Grant Hack, and he had the hacksaw jigs there, and I checked it out, and I mean, it's awesome to see some of these kids that are, or some of these people in the industry and in fishing and tournaments coming out with uh, a bunch of local, um, like, baits and stuff like that made here in Ohio, and seeing that people buy their products and stuff like that, so I mean, I love seeing stuff like that with hacksaw jigs. Um, I went over to Good River Outfitters, or Good River Apparel, and they had some awesome um ohio made or ohio apparel and it was really good quality it looks real good and i love their stuff and you just see all these other companies out there from ohio specifically that everybody's going to and everybody's starting to buy stuff from and really enjoying these products and i like i just like seeing that where people invest in local stuff more than these big corporations 100 percent man
0: and uh, I love seeing the small businesses out there and there's so yep, many definitely. there's so many fishing businesses that sell jigs, they sell you know crankbaits. Um one of them I actually gave business to was folks uh folks yep. custom cranks. And man, I saw these black and blue um crankbaits and the the black and white ones, man, I thought that would be perfect for Ohio muddy waters. Yeah. So, anything black and blue and i just love these the paint job on these cranks man they're really good job and uh, i know you mentioned good river too um i've i've been giving them people business for probably four years now um really excited about what they come out with and their brand Uh, they highlight ohio fishermen so all their gear is uh you know they have different hats to have um various lakes and um rivers on them and uh they're all from ohio and then their their main logo it says fish ohio leather fish ohio logos and you know they they make quality t-shirts hoodies um i've seen they had um tackle bags this year uh, i've been a big fan of their hats and their uh beanies uh-huh I know uh, Kevin Lopes, the co- co- uh, co-owner, co um, he's a great guy, man. Always a fun guy to talk to. And uh, his wife there, she does a fantastic job. Um, they both do at Good River. And um, I I know I've wore several of their hats and their beanies on the podcast, on videos, on fishing trips. Uh, a lot of people have seen me wear Good River gear for a few years now, man. They're a great company.
2: Yeah, they they really are. I mean... I talked to them some and I looked at their apparel and really enjoyed it and I uh, shot an email to them getting in contact with them because of how much I like their stuff and they end up hooking me up with some gear as being a sponsor this year and I mean it's great that they're willing to help out and sponsor some uh, local anglers like that and that I got in their gear and it is just awesome quality. I mean they've got they're using Richardson hats or Richardson hats for their hats and putting all their logos on that. And then they're the shirts. I believe it's the same company that Lose Fishing uses for their um, shirts because wow. I saw the logo and I think it's the same one that I saw when I have with my lose shirt I have. But I mean, they're really good, high quality. Um, the what is this? I forget what kind of what what the shirts called was it dry fit? Yeah, dry fit shirts. They're really good quality dry fit shirts, and I believe they're the SPF 50 shirts too. So they'll help protect you from sun out there when you're out there fishing. And it's just, I mean, it's really high quality stuff and it's very comfortable to wear. So,
0: oh, 100%, man. Um, I might try to hit them up for a pro staff or something. I really, <laughs> I really support their clothing and i uh, been giving them business for a few years now. Yeah. So I've talked to them on social media here or there. Just super nice people, super, yeah, super great really companies. Nice. You know, another company kind of stuck out to me is um, a, a company that didn't even have a booth, and that was Keel Armor. And uh, oh, Keel okay. Armor, I talked with um Mike of Keel Armor, and he was kind of walking around. He was handing people business cards, and he had a backpack. And in his backpack, he had samples of his keel guard. And, man, this is some heavy-duty rubber, man. This this is <laughs> a higher-quality keel guard than I've seen with any other product. And I was real impressed with it, real excited. Um, me and him have been talking a lot uh, online since then. Uh, he's supposed to come down and install one of the keel guards on my kayak. So I'm definitely going to put that on my kayak and I'm uh, a Hobie PA. I'm going to test it out, man, because... I know them boat ramps are pretty pretty wicked on your kayak when you're dragging them up and down off the off the concrete. and I know, yes. like me, where I'm in a Hobie, PA, I launch my kayak off the trailer. I know you do a lot, too, because you have one yeah. as well. Yeah. So uh, we get a lot of rash from the trailer and from the, um, the boat ramp. And, you know, it, that stuff really puts a hurting on your keel. And it can also wear holes over time. So yep. getting a good keel guard on your kayak is important It'll um, make your kayak last a lot longer uh, Definitely keep it from leaking and getting holes in it So I'm kind of excited to see where this will take us, man um, Definitely check out Keel Armor on Facebook um, I don't believe they have a website yet But they're a small company And uh, they're just getting started And I'm excited to see where what, um, where their company will go
2: Yeah, definitely
0: Another one I wanted to mention too was Guru Outfitters, and they were set up right next to the uh, the Buckeye kayak fishing <coughs> booth. And man, these guys had monster bass on their on their wall. Man, I mean, just <laughs> pictures of just hundreds of monster bass. And what these guys do is they do um um those float chairs, and uh, they take them out there to AEP lands out there in eastern Ohio, and uh, they go out to some of those remote lakes uh, out out on AEP, and they just catch these monster bass, and, you know, they, they do guided trips where they take people out on the, the float tubes, and um, they get them on some monster bass, man, and, you know, I, I've been talking to these guys a little bit, and uh, I'm almost half tempted to go on one of their guided trips because they, oh, they, these guys catch some monster bass. You know, AEP holds a lot of big bass. Um that's very overfished. Any lake you go I don't know if you've ever been to AEP lands, Christian, but but any lake that has road access to it is overfished. It's hard to get a bite. There's a few nice bass in there, but they're really overfished. Yeah. You gotta really hike and get to the hard to get to lakes. I mean there's like three hundred and some lakes out on AEP lands. And a lot of them are just in the woods. They're in the backwoods. They're in the brush. Like you have to drag your kayak. You have to hike back there. That's why the, uh, the float tubes are so popular. Um, oh. because they, people uninflate them. Then they haul them through the woods and they get down to the lake. They're going to fish. Then they inflate them and jump in super easy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, I'm really excited about that, man. Um, Anything else that you were excited about?
2: Oh, uh, trying to
0: think. I know Cocosing <laughs> Valley Anglers Youth Club was out there. They were another ones, another booth that was right next to us, the Buckeye booth. Yep. And I got to talking to them, and uh, I'm actually thinking I'm, I'm going to have them on my show.
2: Yeah, so- I actually, uh, I'm actually real good friends with, I believe it's the president of a club, Adam Kinnear um and i'm fishing in my bass trail he's in the same bass trail and i've become pretty close with him so i could probably get him on here um for a podcast with us so we could talk to them but yeah, yeah they're a really
0: good club that'd be great yeah they're out of mount vernon in knox county ohio um you know they're doing a lot for youth and I know yeah. that's been sort of a topic we've been talking about the last few episodes of Yak Legion about getting kids involved in angling. And these youth clubs are perfect to get these kids, you know, off the Xbox and into a tackle box out there on the water. <laughs> and yeah. uh, it's, yeah. it's 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 exciting, man. It's exciting. Um I know strictly say I was there like we mentioned earlier I talked to the Tays for a while you know they were demoing Uh you could demo the new 360 mirage drive and the new Hobie PAs out there in their pool uh Raccoon Creek Also had access to the pools you can um try out any of their Kayaks um I talked to Chuck Earls From kayak fishing with Chuck Earls uh-huh um he does uh, a fishing guide up there out of Cleveland on Lake Erie. <clears throat> uh, he seemed like a good guy, man. He gave a seminar about cold water uh, emergency situations. So you get knocked out of your kayak in the middle of winter and you're in the cold water. He kind of gave a seminar about... It's the basic things that you can you can do to prevent hypothermia to save yourself in a cold water situation and that was a lot of good information so definitely check out chuck earls uh dot com and uh for more information on him real good guy man real great guy yeah I know a lot of people complain about the bass boats up there. There's so many bass <laughs> boats up there at the Columbus Fishing Expo, but uh-huh. it seems like I went there a few years ago and it was nothing but bass boats. I mean, the bass yeah. boat is half the frickin' Expo. So there's still a lot of bass boats there, but they're not as bad as they used to be. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with bass boats. I love bass boats. I love bass fishing off a boat, but... Um, it just seems like half the fricking building was bass boats and they take up a lot of space. So yeah. I like that we had more vendors out there, more booths set up and, um, less giant fricking bass boats.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, especially the ones that are like fifty, sixty, seventy, $80,000 bass boats that everybody sees are like, oh, I dream about getting you, but not many people actually can, uh, Either afford one or afford a loan for one.
0: Yeah, we're you know I know you have got a bass boat. We're we're more kayak guys. I can't afford a yeah. big thirty thousand dollar bass boat. I know you got a decent deal on yours. I know you probably yeah. didn't pay thirty thousand dollars for it. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's it's it's always good to see, man. So uh-huh. I noticed when I was walking out there on Sunday, I saw a giant sign that says, "I've seen Bigfoot." And I walked up. I talked to the guy, and you can check him out. At I have seen Bigfoot.com. Uh, he has some kids' fishing videos for sale. That's really what caught my eye. Now, nah, I want to talk to Bigfoot with somebody. But <laughs> I walked up. And I told him my encounter because, yes, I've had an encounter with Bigfoot. And no, I'm not pulling your leg, listeners. They're real. I couldn't believe it myself,
2: but they're real. And Uh, this this guy was, what is it? I don't know. We're going to have to hear more about that sometime.
0: (laughs) (laughs) People think you're nuts when you talk about Bigfoot, man. But I've been in the woods a lot in my life. And I've only seen, I've only had one real encounter and one encounter that I thought may have been Bigfoot. But I've only ever seen one. And uh, that I was for sure, that's what it was. And I've trapped for years. I've fished for years, hunted for years. I played in the woods as a kid. I grew up, we lived out in rural Ohio at South oh. Webster. I was right outside Wayne National Forest. We would heard bobcats. We seen bears. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've seen a lot of stuff, man. And uh, yeah. I definitely seen something that night that was... That's was like nothing I've ever seen before. But we'll get into that in another episode. I think maybe <laughs> Halloween time I'll share that because it is kind of scary. So I'll share that maybe on a scary episode <laughs> around
2: Halloween. Okay, man. <laughs>
0: But, yeah, man, there was something for everybody out there. You know, I mean, you hunt Bigfoots, they had a guy out there for you. You know, you fly <laughs> fish, there was fly fishing stuff, even though it's not as much as uh, in years past. Um, kayak fishing, boat fishing, muskie, catfish, crappie, bass, everything out there. You know, I think the Columbus Fishing Expo is the biggest fishing convention in Ohio. And I know that they're doing one in Cincinnati here in a few weeks, uh, towards the end of, I think it's April 28th through March 1st. And uh, they're doing one in Cincinnati now. I don't think it'll be as big as the one in Columbus, not yet at least, because Uh when Columbus first got started, it was kind of small. So I think probably Cincinnati will be a little bit bigger than what the Columbus was starting out because people, you know, have heard of the Columbus Fishing Expo. Um I, th- I don't think it'll be as big as the Columbus Fishing Expo, but I think Cincinnati will have a lot to offer. I know Strictly Sale is going to be out there again. Uh The Buckeye booth, we're going to be up there again for Cincinnati. And uh I know Bre- Tacey was telling me that the uh, Cincinnati Kayak Fishing League is going to have a booth up there. It's I saw it part- on the vendors list. Yeah. Yeah, so... um So, if you want to learn anything more about Cincinnati Kayak Fishing, which is a trail run by the Taysies down here in Cincinnati, um, you could definitely check that out and get more info from them. I know we're doing, we mainly fish lakes in Cincinnati, but I think we're doing Kincaid Lake this year in Kentucky, and then we're doing Brookville in Indiana. So, uh, if you want to do all the tournaments, you'll need an Indiana license and a Kentucky license and an Ohio license, obviously. But um, it's worth it, man especially getting your Kentucky license. There's several other lakes in Kentucky I want to fish this year, oh, and yeah. Brookville in Indiana is definitely legendary. I've heard all kinds of big fish stories out of Brookville, and I'm excited to fish it this year. That that trail is always a lot of fun. There's a lot of sticks on that trail too. Uh huh. <laughs> it's a great man. So how's your winter been going, man? You you itching to get out there on the water?
2: I definitely am. It uh, just sucks having to sit in here inside. And I mean, it's either we have, it's going to, it's snowing and it's not sticking, but it's just like to the point where you really can't get out. It's really icy out to where the lakes are froze over or it's really cold out, but it's a day after it's 50 degrees. So nothing's frozen yet, but you don't want to go out in super cold weather. I mean, it's just been awful weather here lately. (laughs) And all over the place to where it seems like it makes it so you can't get out in this weather to go fishing. Yeah, no kidding, man. We've had a pretty mild winter compared to some
0: in the past, but yeah, we, we haven't had a lot of snow. We've had just a few spits here and there, but... But we hadn't had those 60 degree days like we did the last couple years in February. Uh, Um, I know last few years in February, I I would hear the peeper toads towards the end of February. I I was just seeing on my Facebook messages the other day on my memories and where I had posted like a week ago that I had heard peeper toads. Because usually the first time, the first day of the year that I hear them, I'll post on Facebook that I heard them. Because that's always been the first sign of spring around here. Uh
2: And, I haven't, I haven't paid much attention to it, but yeah, those peeper toads is what we hear off of our back porch every day because, um, I live right up or in the woods and right off my backyard goes down to a little Creek. And I mean, you, we always hear them if we're sitting out in our sunroom in the summer or anything. So I'll have to keep paying attention to that. See when I start hearing them, but I hear tons of birds and stuff though. I mean, I'm hearing those all the time, just chirping away. Yeah, let me know when you
0: hear them peeper frogs, man. We know spring <laughs> will be around here for too long. Yep. There they are again. <laughs> oh, doesn't that sound nice? <laughs> yep. But Sounds like spring, man. Well, is there anything else you wanted to mention about the expo? I think I covered everything.
2: Yeah, I think I covered about everything uh, that really... Uh, what needed to be mentioned about the expo I would like to mention about it so it's always a lot of fun
0: man it's one way to kind of beat the cabin fever it's kind of nasty no one's really fishing a whole lot this time of year and if you are fishing you're freezing to death so it's it's kind of fun to get go to these expos and kind of kind of beat your cabin fever you kind of get to see uh you know new products showcased and get to stock up on some stuff um yeah. one one booth i didn't mention uh, i saw was the coomer boys out there vic coomer lures and seems like every year uh, i get stocked up on uh, their curly shads and I, I tried some of their swim baits this year their paddle tails so we'll see how they do um all right. It's always great seeing Steve Coomer there, Vic Coomer. Um, It's always great having a conversation with him. I know I got my picture taken with Steve. Uh, He was on the Yak Legion podcast, I think, the first season, the first, uh, I think, episode five or six, and he was on there. I think it was like an hour and a half episode because we really picked his brain, man. You know, we had... (laughs) We had the king of smallmouth bass fishing in Cincinnati on the podcast, and we had him try to get as much information out of him as we could. Yeah. Um, I got his book, and I've had him, you know, I've had him sign his book. If you pick up your his book there, he'll sign it for you. Um, yeah, great guys, man. Great, great fishing lures. It's always awesome to see him. Uh, well, I appreciate everybody for listening. I hope the sounds of spring got you excited. Hopefully our conversation about the expo got you excited about fishing and don't forget to check out angler autism, uh, on Facebook, uh, great organization. Uh, they're doing a lot of good things for, uh, kids with DD. Uh, you know, one thing I want to add for in this is I actually worked as a custodian for Claremont County DD and, um, There's not a lot of groups and people, it seems like, that that really want to take these kids out fishing. I know the Claremont County DD did a uh, fishing trip with kids one time, and it was really challenging, you know, because a lot of times the, the adults are just untangling lines or unknotting lines, and... You know, it's really, really frustrating for adults or for anybody that's trying to take a kid, let alone a kid with developmental disabilities. It's even more frustrating. It's even more challenging. But, man, just keep at it, man. Keep getting these kids out there. Keep getting them fishing. You know, it'll do a lot of good things for them. Any time outdoors is better spent than sitting at home on the video games. Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a good evening. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, tight lines.